Hey there, I've been preparing this podcast for months now, and it's finally time to share it with you. So thank you so much for tuning into my very first one. In this episode, I'll share with you what you can expect on the show in general, why I felt compelled to create it in the first place, the roster of my interview guests so far, as well as some deep thoughts on being a beginner again and always. I've been in this wellness field for years, but I've only been podcasting for a few weeks, so my brain is definitely in that beginner's mind stage, and it's been a lot of fun. So I'm excited to jump in and share it with you, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Body, Mind, Spirit Service Podcast Show. I'm your host, Shay Knight. I'm a yoga teacher, a teacher trainer, a massage therapist, and a wellness entrepreneur coach. And I've been in this industry for over 15 years. So believe me when I tell you, I know that you feel called to serve others with your work. And I also know that sometimes you scream in a pillow, run out of money, feel isolated, and question your career choices. <laughs> Listen, we all do it. So on this show, we're talking about it with our colleagues. We're talking about money, marketing, work-life balance, burnout, side hustling, full-time hustling, and what it takes to keep going, or sometimes to not keep going. Each recording is dedicated to you, wherever and whenever you tune in. I hope you gain a little something to help you on your way. So before we begin, I invite you to take a deep breath, get centered, maybe make a cup of tea, and be present while you listen. I'm so glad that you're here, and I hope you enjoy. All right, let's get started. So a large number of these episodes are interviews that I've had the complete pleasure and honor of hosting with some of my very good friends and colleagues. Um, but I wanted to get started with this first episode of just me sharing with you kind of how we got here, what are we doing here, what's this show about, and where we headed so that you know what to expect. Um, so what you can expect on the show are going to be the stories and journeys of other wellness professionals like you. So, you know, they may be, there's a lot of yoga teachers and body workers, um, several different kinds of coaches, acupuncturists, and things like that. Um, and, you know, I've been in this field long enough to know that most marketing wizards, so if you're a marketing wizard, you might be listening and think, yes, Shay, this is true, would tell me that that's too many categories and we should niche down and only do yoga teachers or only do body workers. And while I do completely understand that, because as a wellness professional, I have to do good marketing myself and I have to niche down myself. So I do understand that concept and I don't want to confuse you as a wellness professional. If you're learning your marketing, that is correct guidance. You should niche down. But in the case of this project, this project is designed for us as the practitioners. So this is, you know, maybe my clients and students will listen to it. Um, and that's great and they're welcome to, but it's really designed for you, the teacher, the coach, the therapist. And the reason that I combined these together is because that's that's me. I, I am a yoga teacher and a massage therapist and a wellness coach and a business coach. And I have done all of those things alongside each other for many, many years. And it's worked really beautifully for me. It's never been a problem. And so 
the way that I teach yoga is different because I am a massage therapist and because I am a coach, a trained coach, you know, and the way that I do massage is very different because before I went to massage school, I was a yoga teacher that informed the way I learned to practice massage therapy. So why I bring that up is because I know I'm not alone. In fact, many people I interviewed are also, you know, something slash something. You're a yoga teacher and a coach, or you're a coach and a therapist. And there's something about this field of the alternative health and wellness industry where we often have more than one role and they often complement each other. So, you know, not to say that we would get in here and say, you know, I'm a yoga teacher and also an accountant, you know, maybe that does work for you, but we are keeping it in the wellness field. Um, but the reason I want to include everything together and bring it all to the table is because I would be, I'd feel a little dishonest if I didn't, because that's been my career and it's, it's been working great. And I know that I'm not alone in that. And so I think it's something that should be, um, you know, kind of celebrated if you have more than one gig or job or role and you use them to inform each other and to enhance each other. Um, then that's great. And also we can learn things from each other too. So let's say you're a massage therapist. You can absolutely learn a ton from a yoga teacher sharing his or her story with you and vice versa. So the journey of being an entrepreneur, which is usually the case in our field is something that we all share. And it's, it's different from, you know, running a retail shop or something like that, because we are in the business of helping people feel better whether that be physically, emotionally, spiritually, or otherwise, we're in the business of helping people feel well and be well. And so we do share those things. So I encourage you to listen to all of the interviews, not just the ones that have the same jobs as you, um, because there's a lot to be gained from each other's insight and wisdom. Um, So yes, there's going to be a lot of interviews. I'll tell you who's coming up on the roster. It's very exciting. I encourage you to take notes and take heart because I hope what you learn is that you're not alone. A lot of these stories that you're hearing, I hope that it resonates with you the way it has with me. Or I'm like, yes, I experienced that too. Oh my gosh, I had that same dark night of the soul. It was terrible, but I came out the other side better and here's what I learned. So I'm hoping that you have a similar experience. So I wanted to share a little bit about why I created this in the first place. Pardon my straw. Um, so in, in complete candor, which if you know me personally, this is my only, my only mode. I only have a complete candor mode. I will always be very honest with you, very transparent. Um, so true to form and complete to honesty, I was feeling kind of lost really lost myself not too long ago, a few months ago. Um, you know, I think we all had a wild few years with COVID and this and that, but personally things were great. I re I've remarried. I have a lovely family. I'm, I, I we're happy. You know, my personal life is fine, but there was something that was aching for me. And it was honestly, I had my head in my hands. I was crying to dear friends and like, it's, it's fun with this self-awareness game, right? Because I'm crying, but at the same time, I'm like, I know I am crying. <laughs> I know what's going on. It's because I'm off my path and I could feel it. I'm not in alignment with the work that I feel I was called to do and the work that I've been doing for so many years. And so, yeah, I mean, suffice it to say, I, I think we could talk about what led me to need a sabbatical because I did take a solid 
three-year sabbatical from the bulk of my work. I kept a very small handful of clients to continue doing the work that I love to do, but I closed my larger practice substantially about three-ish years ago. And I can get into that later because I do think it's important to share those kinds of stories. So again, you know that you're not alone if you're going through something similar, but series of personal life events that unraveled my business, my yoga business, my massage business, and my coaching business. And I had two small babies. (laughs) My children are now almost six and almost three. So about three years ago is when it just unraveled for me. And so it, it took me, what I, what happened is I felt I wasn't able to continue serving the way I wanted to with the same energy and presence that I am used to and that my clients are used to. And so I, I kind of like gradually made an exit and found myself into corporate spa management roles for about three years. And, and I really, honestly, I learned so much from those jobs and I learned a lot. I'm not the type of person to have a job. So it was very interesting for me to learn how to have a job and be on a team. Um, and I was still in my field with, you know, massage therapists and, and such, but it was a whole different thing. And while I was in the job and not busy being an entrepreneur, I was able to grieve some of these personal changes, but you know, time went on and I, I feel better. I feel great. I healed. I emerged, you know, we have these cycles, right? So I cycled through and on the other side of that, I felt disoriented. So it was very weird to me because I'm like, in my personal life, I feel amazing. I feel so grateful and happy and great and blessed. But in my work life, which I think those of us who are entrepreneurs, we tend to identify a bit, maybe too much with our work identities. I felt disoriented. I felt like, so, okay, so I'm just like in sales now. Like I have a, I just wear like business casual outfits and like, listen, no offense if that's you because that was me too. But, you know, me and my truest self is barefoot and my eyes closed a lot and taking slow, deep breaths a lot. I stand on my head a lot. You know, when you're a yoga teacher, a massage therapist, or a wellness person, that corporate life is a little, you know, it's kind of interesting for a short time, but it doesn't feel like home. Didn't feel like I belonged there. Um, And so it was disorienting. And I was like, well, what happened to me helping others? How do I, how do I get back to that? Because I feel this ache of me not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Do I start over? Do I go back to where I was? Do I invent something new? And I just kind of cried about it, to be honest, and meditated on it and talked to some friends and some colleagues. And and then I just got to this overwhelming swell of information that I wanted to share. I kept seeing in my mind new practitioners, so new yoga teachers, new massage therapists, new coaches or people who maybe are even thinking about joining a program. They're just considering entering our industry of the alternative health and wellness things. I was seeing them and I was thinking, you know, they're entering this post COVID world and this world that is deeply, deeply enmeshed with social media, a world that's very different from the one that I started out in, you know, 15 years ago, we were still using paper flyers and we didn't have a pandemic to worry about. And so I just, felt like I want to give something to these newer colleagues. I want, I felt this calling to support them and, and like more help than can come out in like quippy little Instagram quotes and captions and things. I wanted something longer form, more quality time that we could spend together, more meaningful, more lasting. 
And trust me, after all these years, I have plenty to share with you and I will share with you everything that I think is helpful to you or that you think is helpful to you. But as I was coming up with this content to share, I was immediately flooded again with the faces of my friends and colleagues who have been in this industry with me for just as long or longer. And I was just thinking, wow, what a beautiful offering it would be if I could wrangle us all together and create a body of work that we sh- where we share our experience with you. And so what has unfolded has been so beautiful and heartening because all of these OG practitioners like me were willing to give their time freely. I've spent an hour or two or more with all of them. And what I what came of it is like not only are we going to be able to help some that are newer to the field, but this has been healing for all of us too. So now I'm seeing this like this group of two, two groups of people who I am, I'm thinking will be serving here, but we'll find out once we publish it, right? So there's the newer practitioners, and then there's also the practitioners who've been doing this a very long time, and maybe you're feeling disconnected or burned out, or maybe you need a sabbatical, or maybe you're on a sabbatical now and you're considering coming back to the work, but you're not sure how. And, and that's really what kind of inspired me to get this show on the road. And so what I did is I started immediately asking all of my friends and colleagues that came to mind if they would like to be a guest on a podcast. And I did this without any equipment, without a website, without a plan. I just started booking interviews. Um, I'm sure we all have different creation styles, but that's mine to just go ahead and commit and then figure it out later. Because once I commit to you, I'm going to do it. I, I will take care of it. Um, And so that's what we've been doing. And what I've learned is like, we collectively need to talk and we need to listen to each other, not just the more experienced to the less experienced, but also on equal experience levels. We need to talk to each other. We need to share this work with each other because frankly, it's not really appropriate to share it with our students and clients anyways. But at the same time, we don't exactly have a break room or a happy hour, so to speak. So we're left with just these brief times that we spend together in trainings, which are fewer and farther in between now, or more, or they're more often, you know, offered virtually. And so, and so, yeah, I just, before I knew what I was doing, I started asking people to be guests and they all agreed. And here we are, and we'll see how it turns out. We'll see who this is for. Like I said, I have in my mind two groups of people who I feel like this is for, but this is the way it goes with service, right? I mean, I, that's why I called it the body, mind, spirit, service community and project because we all are involved in this work where we're either manipulating or impacting or trying to help the body, the mind, or the spirit or the connection between the three. But at the end of the day, it's a service. Your job is a service. And this is once you, you know, you may have a protocol or a package or something like that, but once you give it away, then it's like, that's the gift. It's out of your hands. And we don't always know who needs it or what they'll do with it. And so this podcast will be no different, I'm sure, or I think I know who I'm serving, but we'll find out after it's published, right? Well, I'll keep you posted. Um, And I'm just so honored by everyone's participation and I can't wait for you to hear from them and their episodes. So I wanted to share with you the roster of my interviews that I've already recorded. Um, This is in no order, but these will be rolling out in the next few weeks. And I was gonna do once a week, but I'll go ahead and put a batch out for you so you can binge them if you want. Um, So here's the list I have so far. Krista Shirley, owner of the Yoga Shala. Matthew Howe, owner of Touch Education. 
Chuck Bostrom, former owner of Harmony Yoga Studio, Reverend Dr. Viviana Coyazzo, Reiki master and owner of Luminous Healing Center, Kristen Schneider-Riordan, author and owner of Ayurveda Orlando, Alex McCullough, teacher trainer and one of Orlando's most loved yoga teachers, Katie Donzanti, owner of The Peaceful Peacock, Christina Prieto, owner of Harmony Wellness Center and yoga retreat leader in Costa Rica, Shuan Minky, owner of Alternative Evolution, Death Doula, and Intuitive Body Worker. That's right, I said Death Doula. You want to tune into that one. It's really cool. Lauren Roberts, owner of Rise Up, Live Bright. She is a self-love mentor, so you'll want to tune into that one too if you've never heard of that before. Sarah Morgan, owner of Red Sun Yoga, and David Ratchford, Navy, Navy veteran, yoga teacher, and fitness coach. I'm also very excited for you to hear from. And then I'm, I'm including another list of people who have committed to doing interviews, but we haven't recorded them yet. So hold them accountable so you can hear their stories because you're going to want to hear from them. Joni Giacconi, former owner of Red Door Yoga, Red Sun Yoga, and Hatha Yoga School of Central Florida. Ella Duke, former owner of so many things I can barely count and current co-owner of Propagate and Apiary Wellness. Amy Chong, former owner of Mindful Body of Maitland. Dana Kaplan, Kirtan leader and yoga teacher. Alyssa Kaplan, that's a coincidence, two Kaplans in a row, um, doula and prenatal yoga specialist, Margot Champion, former owner of the Heart of Hatha, Christine Northcote, owner of Full Circle Yoga, Susanna Barkataki, owner of Ignite Yoga and Wellness Institute, Tammy Trulock-Smith, owner of Lifestyle Management, and Aaron Kundre, author, educator, and doctoral student in counseling death psychology, and a few more who are ready to schedule but haven't quite yet so I didn't want to you know call them out just yet but those are more people who you can expect to hear from and I I hope that you're as excited as I am to hear their stories because that's you know we go over best practices and things like that so in addition to hearing their stories their journeys their ups and downs and how you can relate to that we're also going to be sharing with you inherently best practices for business marketing how to handle money how to handle burnouts how to manage your time and resources and just sharing those things together. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And then lastly, I just wanted to share some deep thoughts on being a beginner again and being a beginner always. So, I mean, that brings me up to now. I've been teaching yoga and doing massage and coaching for so long that there, those are easy things for me to do. Um, not because they're easy to do, but because I've been doing them so long, right? That's just the nature of experience. But I've only been podcasting for a few weeks, so believe me when I tell you my beginner's mind is wide awake right now. I'm so slow and clumsy every step of the way, but I'm having fun. I love to learn new things. If you know me, I'm always looking for a training or something new to learn. But I keep seeing these parallels to like teacher training when we see the newbies kind of struggle to just introduce themselves or like instruct a basic centering exercise before the class begins because everything seems so foreign at first until it begins to flow freely through us. So fingers crossed that's how podcasting will be for me. I hope so. For now, I can promise you plenty of imperfection and at least consistency. And then you can just see if I improve over time. We'll find out. I've said it before and I will keep saying it. This is the important piece to me that this project is dedicated to you to the ones who dedicate their life and work to helping others through the healing arts, to the ones who took the less conventional road, even when it's difficult. I honor you and your work, and I'm so glad that you're here. 
So tune in next time for our first interview episode, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this helpful, or at least that it made you smile. If so, it would mean a lot to me if you shared it with somebody else. You can do so by sharing a screenshot of this podcast to your Instagram stories, and then tag me at Body Mind Spirit Service. You can also visit our website. The link is in the bio. It's BodyMindSpiritService.com, and in there you're going to find a free community group where you can join and chime in with podcast questions or topic requests, as well as network with other people in your field. The website's also going to give you options to opt in for the blog updates and the email list so you can stay in the loop for trainings and other exciting things there. And if you're more into Facebook, we have a free community group there as well. So again, thank you so much for sharing your time with me and I hope to hear from you soon. You can send me a DM, say hi, let me hear from you. Let me hear how I can be of service to you so that you can be of service to others. May you be happy. May you be well. May you be safe, peaceful, and at ease. And I will see you again soon.